Britain is about to witness the birth of robot wars. They're still making final adjustments. Three, two, one. Hello everyone and welcome to Activate the Robot Wars podcast. I am Benji, also the Hitman. What's that sound? Is it servers booting up? It means that it must be Robbie Harmlessly. What is up folks? And today we're going to be looking back at series one and deciding whether we liked it or not. (laughs) We didn't. (laughs) Spoiler, it went great. It wasn't the best. A couple of problems, but we'll get into it. So, uh, how do we start? Yeah, because we're not going to be giving out a bunch of awards like we did for the 2016 series, because quite frankly, this series doesn't really deserve it. And it it just wouldn't fit saying someone's the best at this when it wasn't much of an achievement to be the best at whatever that particular subject was or anything like that. When there's things like Hungry Hippos competitions in Robot Wars, it's a massive disservice to the bots. So yeah, a lot of it didn't make much sense. It didn't. It wasn't a fair competition in the first place with the weight classes and stuff. So we're only going to give out a few basic awards. They gave out well, only awards worth giving out last time: best engineered to Mortis, sportsmanship to Nemesis, design to Plunderbird One, and originality to Psycho Sprout. Yeah, but it was done like basically during the credits at the end of the episode. So it was like <laughs> best engineered Mortis, sportsmanship, Nemesis, Plunderbird One, best design, <laughs> Psycho Sprout, most original. Bye. <laughs> like, like speed credits, just going to what? It was like. <laughs> They remember they fit all that in. They fit an entire Robot Wars competition and a final battle, yeah, and that into one twenty-something. It was like an American um, commercial for um, medication where they list the side effects. Yeah, <laughs> side effects may include. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Where do we start thinking about this season? This horrible, horrible season. I. It just went past like a blur but not like a good blur because robot wars should just be robot battles. That is the best format. And in the 2016 series, it's been brilliant because that's all we've had. But here we had the gauntlet and then the random trials that didn't make any sense. And then we finally got to the battles. The trials are a really bad point of a competition in general, because how can you say it's a fair competition? Even if all the robots were of the same weight class, had the same opportunities, the trials were different. So one might have been better at sumo than the other, and you see what I mean? Like, it it took all of the legitimacy out of the competition yeah. and just made it a circus. So we are in agreement that we're not fans of the format. No, from what I'm aware, the original creator of the American Robot Wars, who like pitched the idea to the BBC, wasn't a fan either. Felt like it was turned into a game show as opposed to a competition. Exactly, that's exactly. It's right. exactly yeah. what it yeah. is, isn't it? It's gone too far into that. They were trying to think too hard about it being on TV. They thought, oh no, it can't just be robots fighting. That'll be too boring. We have to put in weird tasks like football and sports and all these other little things to make it look sparklier on TV. Which all it really did was make it look tackier. It just I think. became this very campy, family fun house kind of game show competition-y thing like you expect the mr blobby to suddenly fall through the wall at the bots or something you know what i mean it was like is that level of why kind of yeah <laughs> no, no house party music starts playing. <laughs> 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 
course, why not? I suppose, yeah, it would have you know? made sense. Yeah. Which was a huge disservice to the bot and the roboteers and just kind of cheapened the whole thing. Well, there we go. Here's a um, here's an award we can give out. Uh-huh. What do you think was the worst trial? The worst trial? The worst of the trials. So we had Sumo. Mm-hmm. We had Sumo Football was the next one, was I it? I think Football was the yeah. next one. There's British Bulldogs. British Bulldog, yeah. Um, the Maze. The Maze. The, yeah, the... Um, Labyrinth. The labyrinth. It. It was oh, yeah. Hungry Hungry Hippos. Hungry Hungry Hippos. Which was classed as snooker, yeah. but it yeah. wasn't. We're missing out one more. We're missing. Oh, the race. The race. The <laughs> Formula One race. <laughs> the race. Figure course. of eight racetrack. Yeah. Well, I'm going to say the football one because that did not really represent any. It's just watching all of these bots just <laughs> clamber <laughs> around to trying to. Football. Put, yeah, no, they don't have stupid. feet, for God's sake. It's so stupid. So stupid. Oh, oh my god. I'm gonna say football as well. I, for me it was between football and Hungry Hungry Hippos being the worst. Yeah. But Hungry Hungry Hippos was at least a bizarre amusement. <laughs> the football yeah. was boring. Football was boring, stupid, slow, and there didn't seem to be much to achieve. <laughs> Do you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, I, know. I can't even remember exactly what the rules were. Whoever got the most for the football, in? for the football, it was just scoring your through, and then for the f- final two, it was like, oh, whoever got the most touches of the ball goes through. Oh, because the plant had to go out. Because the plant had to go which out, which was WYSIWYG. Which was WYSIWYG. Good memory. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I don't know why that stays in my head. Because WYSIWYG had been in competition in America, or yeah, I think the, most of the plants had. I think mm. all three of the plants had been in the american competition yeah probably under their appropriate weight class as well so it was probably a bit fairer for them in the first place yeah, that's anyway, a good but... point i remember WYSIWYG being tiny wasn't it yeah very small wooden robot. wooden that was it, was it. that robot. was the weird thing about WYSIWYG. yeah it was a small wooden robot it weighed very little 20 kilos 30 kilos something like that do you remember what WYSIWYG stood for what you see is what you get yeah <laughs> it's now part of my daily vocabulary well we've segued into the next segment there well, I mean, I don't know what whether to say best, worst. Let's just talk about the plants. Oh, the plants. Let's just start with the most hated plant, Eubank. Eubank the mouse. Eubank the mouse. So I feel like it was the most obvious plant. The moment you saw it, yeah. you, look, you look at it and think, well, this, when you know there's some that have been planted there, you're like, this one can't be the real, the real part. You've got to see it to believe how stupid it is. It's a cone with a mouse head on top and boxing gloves. Hanging from yeah, I think actually it was, it was, it was a, a tall pyramid, but yeah, like a cone. Yeah, yeah, a tall square. Oh, we're going into yeah. the cone pyramid disagreement. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. yeah, but it didn't make any sense. Yeah, with the boxing gloves attached to some springy arms, like that was good. Jesus Christ! <laughs> <laughs> that was. I like how you tried to be subtle, and it just. <laughs> I wonder if that'll pick me up eating that crisp. <laughs> you wonder. You wonder as louder than your speech. <laughs> It's like in the ads where they just bite something and somehow it's blasted through. <laughs> what, was, what are they eating? Some stale crisps. Do you remember we were watching those YouTube videos and it was um, uh, ASMR or whatever it's called, where oh, people sounds... make noises really close to a microphone and it's supposed to be quite soothing? I could do that with a bag of crisps. You could, but it's not for me, unfortunately. It's not soothing. <laughs> I think I'll give people panic attacks if I start doing it. <laughs> if, yeah, if you started doing it. With... <laughs> if you needed to be very alert, I could just record that. And like for an alarm, yeah, exactly. a custom alarm is <laughs> suddenly crunching. 
That's terrifying. Oh, that's a bit. Yeah, so we were talking about the plants. Yep, so Eubank is probably the worst one. Didn't really have a offence, because they tried to make out that if you... If he swiveled round really quickly, the boxing gloves would swing, swing round and... <laughs> and then do what? <laughs> just gently land on the other bot, I guess. Dent a foot and punch it out of the arena, uppercut it. This, uh, looking at Eubank makes me think, could you imagine if, like, Razor was in the first series? Would have ate these other bots alive. Oh, you could say that for a lot of them, obviously... Yeah, obviously just not a lot of people really knew about this Robot Wars at the time yeah. in the UK, and therefore... God, it's so terrible, especially when you see the clips of the American Robot Wars from the mm-hmm. time, and there's spinners and yeah. flippers and yeah. like really damaging yeah. weapons, and then there's Eubank the mouse, yeah, swinging his gloves around hoping to do some damage. Oh god, it's terrible! Yeah. The plants should have been broken down, so to speak, during the gauntlet exactly. on the podium, so, so that, that they don't take the place of a genuine entry. It made no sense to let him go through. Because what was the... I mean, Eubank went flying through Gauntlet. Yeah, like really easily. And WYSIWYG got through as well. Yep, WYSIWYG got through. And the other one was Grunt. Grunt. The really skinny one. Mm. And that got... Coming through, it got through, but it got through. It got past the round. It got through the round, didn't it? Yeah. Yeah, because they all went out in the second. Yeah. In trials, sorry. Yeah, Yeah. they all went out in the trial. So that means that three genuine entries lost out to a plant. Mm Mm-hmm. That's not cool. That's not cool. <laughs> it doesn't. It's just stupid. It doesn't make sense. Why? I don't know why they couldn't have just found a way to f- not have the plants. Yeah, figure yeah. It out around it. Exactly. Go to thirty-three competitors. I'm sure they could figure out something. But no. Instead, we got Plant City. Unfortunately, we half really the episodes did. had a plant in. God. Three plants, six episodes. What a waste. That is so lame. It is lame. Oh well. Sorry, let's give out our first the... proper award, I suppose. Okay, go on him. It's got to be mm-hmm. the John Cena Never Give Up Award. Ah, the John Cena Never Gonna Never Give Up. Mm-hmm. This is probably, I mean, I say this is the hardest. You know, I've only given it out once before, but I feel like this is going to be the hardest. Because it felt like all these bots had already given up. <laughs> For a lot of them, they did, yeah, they gave up. There wasn't a lot of iron will pushing through and well, it was going till the end. You could have made this awesome badass bot with all the durability... You know, weapons, smart design, and the first thing you do is you go into the gauntlet and your wheel gets stuck on the ramp, and then that's it. I was between two for this one. Okay. Detonator and Dreadnought. Oh, Dreadnought, yeah. Remember Dreadnought kept catching on fire and, like, smoking and stuff (laughs) like that, but still somehow made it to the actual semi-finals, like the... (laughs) Still it's a made, smart choice, yeah. Yeah, it still yeah. managed to get through to the battles. Yeah, yeah. And then Detonator was the one with the teacher who was very loud and oh, angry. Oh, no. You know, like... with a tube on the front that somehow got... Yeah. <laughs> went out in the second... Went out in the trial round, I went, think. Got through the first... But is this the one where, like, the battery went out and all of a sudden there's footage of him backstage going... <gasps> and then running off. <laughs> yeah, it goes slow, yeah. yeah. Yeah, those poor students... They had a lot of pressure <laughs> yeah, they coming really from, felt like from they in. Did. Yeah, I feel like we should give it to Dreadnought, though. I feel like yeah. that went, that bot went through a lot. And and kept going. It did keep going. It, it tried to. It tried its hardest to keep going. It didn't keep going very well, but hey, it never gave up. That bot is never give up. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> Segways are weird. So what... <laughs> 
trying to remember. Like, that's the problem. The, the series is just a chaotic mess. What did you think of Jeremy Clarkson being the host? He gets a lot of stick, and rightly so. <laughs> but he had character. He did. Have he wasn't character. just a. He wasn't a faceless presenter. He yeah. was a. He had character. There was something he, there. There was. There were moments where he wasn't very enthusiastic, and then there were times where he was very enthusiastic and very funny, and his interactions with the competitors were pretty brutal and good. It's whether it was the right personality for the show we got. Uh, Perhaps, considering the series we got here was bad, Mm. yeah, it kind of worked here with his sarky humour. His sarky humour kind of rescued it because it made it very self-aware. Once it becomes a serious competition... It wouldn't have been right for him do you think they just because it's about motorized technology they just got jeremy clarkson him yeah i think it was as simple as that they were just like well they're kind of like little cars bring him in i think it must have been i mean it is it is a strange one some episodes he'd be really nasty and then the next episode he'd be just really mean yeah really really mean to some of the competitors because it's pending on the day to the point where one of the competitors simply didn't want to talk to him yeah. And just sort of said, I don't maybe, want to talk to you. Maybe he did get a bit of a bad reputation from it. I mean, yeah. we didn't see everything he said at the end of the day. We probably probably said some worse stuff. Yeah, maybe they had to cut out some stuff. Unfortunately, a lot said, was yeah. a lot of like interactions like that were cut mm. out because they had to just for time. But he got on really well with the house bots, which is a weird sentence. <laughs> but, it is a weird sentence, but, but he did he, have that chemistry, yeah, didn't he? he with the, of all things, the house bots. He just maybe he gets on with machines better than people. Yeah. <laughs> maybe just throwing it out there. I can see why in the future it was changed. I don't know whether he left or whether they said, we don't want you, but Maybe. I think it was the I, right choice overall. Whoever I, made the choice, it I was the right one. I think it's more likely that he turned it down. But on the other hand, Craig Charles, I mean, Robot uh, Red Dwarf was going by then, wasn't it? In full swing, surely. Um, Yeah, Red Dwarf yeah. was in its uh, late 90s. So yeah, Red Dwarf was in its original re- revival. Yeah, it, yeah. Because it yeah, started in right. started in eighty nine, I think, or nineteen ninety, and that was Jesus, its really yeah, and that was its original wow. revival was in the late nineties. So, so what, yeah. when it came back, uh, is that when are we talking when they found Kachansky? That yeah, kind you got of it. Era. You got yeah. it. Oh wow! You got yeah, yeah. yeah. Worst, I think it's the most watch it ever was as well. Was during that period. It was an okay series. It wasn't as good as the originals, but it was okay. Yeah, it was yeah, probably I the weakest it. out of all of them. It's because they tried so. to make Kachansky like such a cliche of a female character. It got a bit. It was sometimes. Yeah. It was like, um... Plus, I kind of liked the idea of us not really knowing much about her because then, then it stayed. His description of her was what as, we knew of yeah, Kachansky as this perfect woman. But we're going off on a Red Dwarf tangent. Yeah, but that's but that's the thing. You go off on a Red Dwarf tra- tangent because Series 1, there's not much to say There's not much to say. It. We're, we're like, now talking great. about Red... We might as well just do a Red Dwarf episode at this point. But, <laughs> but what I was going to say is that he was in... It got to the point with Craig Charles where he was in the number one and number two most watched shows on BBC. In, Probably, yeah. It must have been for at least Wars one Red year. Yeah, for at least it's, a year. It did it because I remember he did an interview where he said that they hadn't been put forward for an award that they would have definitely won. And he said, you know, I was in the number one and number two most watched TV shows on BBC. And they're not, putting, you know, but, <laughs> but the, yeah, the, the point is, I can see where they were going with Craig Charles, because he definitely must have brought people to the show, brought yeah. in viewers. Probably the right kind of humour. Yeah, you get what I mean. Yeah. It, it wasn't, it wasn't mean spirited. 
Because that's the thing, like, I know Jerry Clarkson probably wasn't trying to be hated by the contestants. But when they started himself. to turn around and say, I don't want to talk to yeah. you. <laughs> yeah. The thing is, he's, he is he's like really, that, isn't he? Yeah, it's, you know. it's, it's that kind of humour, but not everyone's going to get it. Whereas Craig Charles has, like, got a very people sense of humour. It's an enthusiasm. Yeah, exactly. And he had, like, a stand-up com- comedy career before he went into Red Dwarf. Oh, I didn't know um, that. Yeah, I think he does some stage because he did stand-up poetry comedy kind of stuff. I think something <laughs> like that, huh. something crazy like that. Huh. But anyway, he's got um, more accessible sense of humour as opposed to Jeremy Clarkson's. Well, that's what we're getting in the future now. For the rest of our exactly. classic we'll series will be seeing some uh, of, uh, Craig Charles see yeah. if he lived up to what our memories have of him. Yeah, yeah. Because I mean, I listen to him now on uh, Radio Two. And he's still funny, I guess. He seems like a nice enough yeah. bloke. I think he's had some trouble. Yeah, nothing else I don't think one. he's had some trouble. I know he's had some trouble because <laughs> it was all over the trouble, newspapers. But, but yeah. he's definitely a great, uh, a great comedy. He works as a host. He's a very good. He's a, he's a hosting kind of person. It's going to be interesting to review him more, really, and to see if it changes over the course of the series. Yeah, that's a really mm. good point. Yeah, but yeah. We'll, we get into the more. I guess the more well-known and more remembered Robot Wars of the next series as well. Yes, yeah. I don't think a lot of people remember the first series as much. It wasn't as watched. And back then, you missed it. You can't just rewatch it in iPlayer or something. I mean, so. I guess people talk about Roadblock sometimes, mostly. Roadblock, Mortis. As the winner. Mortis, yeah. Mortis still gets a lot of talk, I guess. But then Mortis was in multiple series as well. Yeah, yeah. Roadblocks were... Yeah, it, it's just not And a Mortis did stand out... A lot, like yeah. super. In terms out. of technology. In terms of should have been with the American competitors, probably. Definitely would have been more suited, yeah. And which with, they did, which they did. Well, yeah. They um, but I, I think the smart thing would have been to have, like, no weight limit on Mortis and seen what they built. Because they could have built a monster with well, their they resources. They didn't have a weight limit for this series, by the looks of it. Well, everything's like freaking 70 kilograms. If there wasn't a weight limit, I would have walked in with a freaking tank. <laughs> <laughs> see what happens. <laughs> just see what happens. I've driven right over things. What were we talking about just then? Yeah, that was... That was, Jeremy that was, that was so, <laughs> so what do you think of Jeremy Clarkson? <laughs> okay, but it's so hard to tell with the show as it was. Because like we've said before... The whole series felt like an unaired pilot. Yeah. It's so hard to tell what he would have been like when it was better. Yeah. It went by okay. I feel like more of what we had to say about him was negative than positive. But I feel like it was that for the whole show. It wasn't really yeah, his that's fault true. there. To be we, fair. we don't have anything now to compare with Jeremy Clarkson because he's now gone mm. from the show. So nah, we exactly. can't turn around and say he was better in the next series or he was worse in the next series. And it'd be unfair to compare him to the other... They were presenters because it's almost like they're presenting different shows. Exactly, totally different format, <laughs> so, totally different everything. Because now we're going to have actual effort put in from series two onward. Yeah, so. this is going to be looked upon as a bit more of a serious television show as opposed to a, well, I don't know, a sort of an amusement, I a guess, gimmick circus. A test, yeah. yeah, yeah, that makes sense. It makes a lot of sense. Well, well, we're talking about presenters. We've missed a very important part of the first series, which is of course it's Philippa. Yeah, very good, very. <laughs> Again, considering just the quality of what mm. was going on around her, yeah, enthusiastic, mm-hmm. brilliant with the competitors. Yep. I mean, considering a lot of these guys were quite awkward and didn't know what to say in front of a camera, was yep. able to casually get them to talk about stuff with ease. So very, very good presenting skills in that, yep. that interviewing skills yep. in particular. She got a good sense of humour out of some of the uh, 
Robotiers and stuff yep. like that. Yeah. Seems happy to be there and we'll be here in, and we'll be there in the future. Yeah, we'll, she we'll, sticks, we'll, doesn't she? Yeah, yeah we'll, we'll be seeing more of her. So that's that's very good. Awesome. This is, there are good. There are good things that came from this. Obviously, yeah. it got renewed. You know, they they recommissioned People were watching it for a reason. Surely, yeah, it, yeah. It just tough beginnings. Definitely, definitely working out some kinks there. So now what? Should we uh, go with the Hall of Fame? I guess. Let's just get some entries into the Hall of Fame. Okay, let's do it. Well, our first entry into the Hall of Fame. Automatic entry as the champion of the series. Roadblock. It's roadblock. I thought we were going to set at the same time and we didn't. <laughs> Got really <laughs> let down by that. <laughs> Synchronised. <laughs> roadblock. Roadblock. Yeah, roadblock. Awesome. <laughs> Is that what you're going to say? Done. <laughs> One of the few bots in the competition that could actually compete. Yeah. So it made... Had a practical design. Practical design. Mm. Good size. Yeah worked it could tip things over and no one had any self-writing so tipping things over worked very very well exactly and i'm i figured we'll have one choice each for another hall of famer i'm not going to do what we did last time which was we had both the two finalists automatically enter i'm not entering all six grand finalists no because that um, cunning plan nifty little featherweight worth a hall of fame mm. spot mm, probably not not particularly so roadblock's gonna be the only automatic, automatic entry this time and then we'll give ourselves one, one each. as opposed yeah. to last time it was two, two each one. one this time let's go with one so who's your choice for your hall of fame entry i am going with nemesis that's a really good choice actually damn right that's, that's a good a choice really good choice um, i think they really lit up the screen when they came on <laughs> literally point. it almost like the bot had buckets of character let alone the team and it wasn't a terrible design one of the few robots that's memorable from the series exactly. there aren't many there really really no, aren't many there really wasn't and i'm gonna go with one of the only other memorable ones and that's mortis ah mortis Mortis was great. It was like a destruction machine. It, I mean, I think the only reason it didn't get through to the grand final is because the axe stopped working. Yeah. If that axe kept going, we'd have probably seen it get to the grand final and at least stand a chance unless it got flipped. Yeah. <laughs> but still, it would have stood it's a still chance. still dangerous. Oh, well, I, I don't suppose it could self-right itself with the axe, could it? I don't think they were thinking of it at the time, so it wasn't... Yeah. It might have just sort yeah. of flailed around on the floor, I suppose, yeah. to got back up, but... It was an awesome design, and they'd invested a lot into the bot. But the team, you could tell they were really frustrated. <laughs> frustrated, cocky at mm. times. Yeah. Wasn't the right competition for them at this point. No, they needed battles. They needed just fights and uh, all of that and Worthy competition. Their only worthy yeah. competitor they had was against Recyclops. That yeah. was it. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing else even stood a chance, was it? what was it called Leebot with the with the lance remember the lance yeah yeah the thing that Didn't armor that came out and like it wasn't going to do anything the other robot <laughs> tried to like stroke them into in submission. terms of actual practical because that's the thing I mean Roadblock didn't have a active moving weapon he did he had a saw on the back did it yeah. it cut up Nemesis a bit with it oh my god I can't remember it at all. Mostly used the wedge. <laughs> the wedge was the most important. But did they have the rule in this series about weapons? Well, no. You remember Robot the Bruce? 
Well, yeah, literally that had box. no weapons. Goddamn box. No, that that came, I think, a few seasons later when Pushbots started to dominate a little bit, and they mm-hmm. felt it wasn't good television. Yeah, it didn't make for a good competition. New, 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 new. So we'll get onto that when, and we'll we'll judge for ourselves when we get to that point in the series. But exactly. As for now, I think that's two good entries, Mortis and Nemesis, along with Roadblock. I feel like they kind of encompass the whole of what season, the whole of what's good about season the one. The spectrum of yeah. uh, season one is covered there, plus some other weird ones. I mean, we haven't spoken about Psycho Sprout. I know. What do you say about Psycho Sprout, though, that we didn't already say before? I mean, it's a ball. It is a ball with a remote control toy inside that's suspended, and like a hamster in a wheel... Or a hamster and a hamster ball, I guess, basically. Hamster, it is, is hamster, the literal design, ball. isn't it? They must have looked at one, you know, a hamster and a hamster ball and gone, well, that'll do. That'll make a great weapon. I mean, <laughs> it's the thing, it's got no offence and no durability. No real no defence direction. As well. No I mean, defence. It's pretty thin, light, Easy hollow. to knock around, yeah. like it's a ball. <laughs> yeah, that was a weird one. But they must have had no idea what, what they were getting, getting into, into yeah. yeah and the producers must have gone to the house or whatever the footage that was sent to the yeah production team Pictures however, or whatever, however yeah. they the applicants applied there was a sort of it i thought a ball got to have that one in it's unique dumb mm-hmm. if i guess that's weird, the case for funny, the dumb. robots it looks a bit weird big time Go for yeah it. elvis elvis another one Elvis, I Those mean, last couple of episodes, actually, just the, the, oh, they were just the went out the window, didn't it? They were the worst episodes. The best episode, I think, was was it the one with Mortis and Recyclops? I had all the backstage drama, and it was Recyclops slowly going, finally getting one up on um Yeah, because Mortis everyone was getting finally... slaughtered by Mortis and was quite scared of them, and they were very cocky backstage. And Recyclops, it was such an everyman he is, and uh, the fact that he beat them in the competition was just he they wanted to yeah. they wanted the match to be like um rejudged <laughs> yeah they wanted it to be they, they wanted to contest it and, and oh it was great yeah but you went from that was in i think the second episode second mm-hmm, or third mm-hmm. those last two episodes though were so bad the the competition was so bad like they you, you can almost see the point which they ran out of robots and they just because they obviously thought, okay, we'll put a bunch of good robots in the first couple of episodes to hook people in, and then all of the sludge <laughs> will go at the end, <laughs> because hopefully people are already watching by them. Because, I mean, oh god, those last couple of episodes, I mean, well, first we had the Featherweight episode, which was just strange. Yeah, that was think. weird. That was really strange. And then in those last two, the ones that got through were Body Hammer and Tracy, and rightfully so. Yeah. To be honest, yeah. I don't think... Because the only... they're the only ones with practical design. I mean, remember, what was it Prince of Darkness, which was just this... <laughs> Prince of Darkness was the tractor one with the exposed wheels. Is that right? And yes. then they just drawn... They just wrote Prince of Darkness on the front yeah. of it. Yeah. In, like, it was, crayon or something. It was, made, it was, like, made of wood. And then they had to spruce it up to make it look a bit more dangerous later in the episode because it really didn't look like the Prince of Darkness. Yeah, and what was the one that had a lawnmower blade on the front, which was just, like, a needle? Oh. I can't remember the name of it. God, hang on. Um, that wasn't Warthog, was it? Um, nope. And it wasn't the Blob. It might have been the Blob, actually. Because he just... He's like, oh, well, dangerous. And then later in the episode, you see him holding it by the blade. No, that was a different one. That was oh, which one was that one? That one was called. 
oh, I can't remember, but it was one of the really, really small ones. Oh. And he was like, this is a really dangerous plane. <laughs> and then he's carrying <laughs> he's like, it out. Carrying it around. And the weird part of that mental image is that the bots back then were so tiny and light that you could hold one like a briefcase and walk about with it. <laughs> and that, but about, I don't know, maybe a third of the robots in the season mm-hmm. could be carried by one person yeah. relatively comfortably. Compared to 2016, where they have to get a gurney out because well, 110 the bots kilos, out. you don't exactly. want to be. You don't want that landing on you. <laughs> you, know no, you don't want it landing. You don't awesome. want driving near you. You see them wheeling Apollo out, and it looks like they're actually wheeling out their prize fighter. It looks really badass when you see one of the competitors backstage <laughs> idling around whilst holding their bot under their arm. It kind of takes away from the awesomeness of the image. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> it's hard to wheel out something like Elvis and be and be anything but weirded out exactly elvis was confused Uh, the lampshade raising up design should we give that that award for most just backwards design for most nope all my nopes just (laughs) yeah that was like the backwards design design. most unpractical design yep to elvis most unpractical design because why what was the lampshade rising up supposed to do? Was that supposed to flip bots? Because it had no... It was completely wobbly. It, just, it was literally like if you got a lampshade <laughs> and raised it up. But they raised it up and it exposed all the All the inner workings, parts. all the wires and stuff. It was, uh, it was done to look cool. Yeah, it was done to look like Elvis was flying off yeah. in a spaceship. But that's not what the competition is. It's not the Elvis competition. It's like he'd made a direct... Ah, diorama? Well, I don't want to say diorama. What I don't do I know mean? why. I, I don't know what it... I can't remember. Di- Hang on. Well, like science fair kind of stuff. No. When, um... Have you seen the Simpsons episode where, um... No, no, I think you might be... I think you might be right. Diorama. A model representing a scene with three-dimensional figures, either in miniature or as a large-scale museum e- exhibit. So... Diorama? That, yeah, a diorama kind of thing. That is a real word. Oh, well, um, saying that, diorama, it has to be like a kind of, like, actual scenes, if you know what I mean. Yeah, this is a scene of Elvis launching <laughs> up to space because he's in there in the little little bit at the top and the it's launching up. It's a diorama of Elvis going up into space in his spacecraft. I get what you mean. It's, no, it's, it's, a, it's a weird thing. It's more thing. a diorama than a <laughs> battle bot, you know? It's... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's for display purposes only. Exactly. <laughs> I wonder where Elvis is now. Hopefully, not watching Robot Wars season one, or he's going to be really cross. <laughs> <laughs> Can't believe Elvis entered Robot Wars. Uh, there you go. I mean, he had a lot of free time in his hands. <laughs> Didn't get very far though. So. No, you would have thought the king would have got further than that. <laughs> Can't believe. I can't believe that one. That was a really strange one. What was the other strange one? The other, like there was two. We've already <laughs> like spoke about Psycho more. Sprout. We've already spoke about Elvis. We spoke about the one that you could no, carry by the weapon. Elvis in his spaceship wasn't the only alien-based one because there was also reality. Reality, which was, a, I don't know, a bit better. A bit better, but it still just had an alien figurine and was technically a diorama. Don't think that was. Uh, I'm going to apply that word to so many things now. Reality is probably more of a diorama because it had miniatures, but I don't know if it depicted the scene in the same way. I don't think you could call the Elvis not a miniature because that was not a full sized Elvis head. <laughs> no, but it, I don't think it quite classes as a miniature <laughs> as well. 
It's a miniature elvis head. Dioramas are like it's like a, a, a piece of scenery, like an actual like place. when you go to like a uh, train museum and they've got the model play sets that are way over the top. No, yep, that's a train diorama. Yeah, depicting a scene. Yeah, I guess I don't know. Elvis was more of a toy. Yeah, well, yeah, no, that makes more sense as well. More of a toy than a bar. Well, it was, it was a toy head inside. It was, it was a toy Elvis head. Well, that's exactly what the alien was in reality. It was yeah. a toy alien. At least reality got to use... I mean, if you took away the whole alien thing about mm-hmm. it, at least mm-hmm. it was a somewhat functioning bot with a couple of spikes on the front. Yeah. It did a bit of damage to some people. It got through to the battles. It, did, it did okay for what it was. Elvis with his river ram... Yeah, <laughs> that didn't didn't, didn't really ever come do into anything. play. Oh my god! Yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> Doing this is Elvis, but he didn't have one of these though. <laughs> it, was like... <laughs> it was just oh <laughs> no, he didn't. He didn't have he, one of them. He, he definitely did not have one of those. Well done. <laughs> not sure that would have been his first choice <laughs> when entering battle. I, I don't know whether he was like trying to be funny or whether he thought he was being like like. Historically accurate. <laughs> like, historically. Before you guys think that this is literally Elvis, <laughs> this is a, there's one of these as well. Just to let you know, you don't in start a thinking. Don't want you writing to the Presley, you know, company and being like, "Well, why hasn't Elvis got one of these? <laughs> <laughs> why hasn't my t- <laughs> yeah. I ordered an official Elvis figurine and it didn't come in a spaceship." <laughs> <laughs> he didn't have his rivet ram with him. You know, he was famous for taking on stage. <laughs> Angry email sent to the Elvis Presley Foundation demanding refunds on figurines because it doesn't look like Elvis from Robot Wars Series 1. <laughs> I love it. Oh. oh, Okay. I feel like we've already t- spoken about how bad everything is, so... Yeah. That means we can top it off with our entry into the Hall of Flame, which, yes... (laughs) Oh, you've actually corrected it now. Not the Hall of Fire, like your original idea. (laughs) Hall of Fire. I realised, I think, as I was editing, and I heard Mm -hmm. myself say Hall of Fire, the first thought that went in my head is, I'm going to get a bunch of tweets that say it should have been Hall of Flame. And lo and behold... I even considered re-recording myself... (laughs) Saying Hall of because Flame and then splicing it in. The way you worded it was because you were like, uh, so that's the Hall of Fame and this is the Hall of Fire. As if the F's kind of like counterbalanced yeah, I know, it. Right? <laughs> hey, you didn't uh, correct me. You I didn't, didn't correct. It was, I didn't think of it at the time. It wasn't yeah, until yeah. just afterwards I was like, ah, well, Missed I know, I know what I'm getting joke. tweeted about later. <laughs> so it's now the Hall of Flame. Hall of Flame. Who goes into the Hall of Flame? I think it's a pretty obvious one this time. Yeah, I think it's pretty obvious who goes yeah. into the Hall of Flame. Nemesis. Set on fire. When is Nemesis set on fire? It's covered oh in fur. Oh my god, of course! <laughs> it's covered in fur! That's in the end. Oh yeah, Nemesis literally was set on fire. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. There wasn't much destruction in general for this series. No, there really wasn't. Other than the odd few hole punctures. But because Nemesis was covered in amazing fluff everywhere, and because there was literally a flamethrower around... Yeah, it's the best option. I mean, usually I'd want to pick the the bot, even if it didn't necessarily caught on fire. I'd pick want to pick the one that got the most destroyed. But not much got destroyed. No, because there wasn't a lot of fighting. It was mostly navigating mazes and dealing with footballs. 
I, I mean, with the whole of Flame, what I'd ideally be looking for is a bot that's engine combusted and An caused expl- it to catch fire, mm. like Chomp-a-Lot. But we don't awesome. have that option here. We don't. This is the only thing that was a spectacle in terms of destruction. Even though it was very much aesthetic destruction, it did. I don't think it caused any real damage to Nemesis whatsoever. But it's as close as we got. God damn it! And that makes Nemesis our first Hall of Flame and Hall of Famer. It's both. My God, it got basically two spectrums of our awards there. (laughs) That's cool. I like it. Good and bad. All right. So yeah, we've now got two entries into the Hall of Flame: Chompalot and Nemesis. Both for very different reasons, but both worthy entries in their own right. Excellent. Nemesis for basically being the only form of spectacular destruction in the whole of the original series. Which is crazy to think, a show called Robot Wars that spends all its time talking about destruction. Remember how Jeremy Clarkson would be introduced? And he, yeah, what was he, the, he always had some sort of like war name war based horrible destruction <laughs> yeah. and he talk about destruction and the british violence are gripped in fear almost nah. nothing took much damage no. considering he, you go from his post apocalyptic war speech to the formula 1 racing with with the featherweight flag you know with the featherweight bots and the little was it which bot Shunt, had, Shunt, axe instead had of been axe replaced with a, with a little flag that's Terrible. <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> the most destruction that was caused in the episode is some of them got flipped over. Yeah. Some of them, like, tried to navigate the gauntlet and got stuck on springs because the springs looked terrifying to lightweights, featherweight yeah. bots, you know. <laughs> but listen to what we're talking about. Springs. Bed springs. Springs They're just are bed springs. They're just coils. Oh, man, that is terrible. And the landmines. That aren't landmines. They were just metal circles on the ground. Even Jonathan Pierce like, spoke about that. He was just like, they're mines. They're not landmines. <laughs> we're calling them landmines. They're, they're not. Awful. The thing with the Featherweight episode is it should have been its own mini competition. Mm. And yep. the winner gets crowned the Featherweight champion. Yep. And that's it. And they don't have to then have a Featherweight in a grand final where it gets smushed. This is the problem though, is you had a whole spectrum of weight classes represented over a course of all the episodes. There were featherweights in other episodes, I'm sure, or near enough. There were lightweights that were very, very close. Yeah, there were some that were bordering I think the featherweight episode the maximum was twelve kilograms, but other episodes had them as low as twenty. Mm. When you had your robot the Bruces and roadblocks that were 80 or over. Hmm. Nothing sort of chance against those anyway, so exactly. it doesn't matter. It's mad. Could you imagine entering a featherweight into, like, the 2017 competition, for example? <laughs> yeah, as a, as a full-on competitor against all the rest of them, it would be ridiculous. You'd just fly out of the arena and be gone. It'd be like uh, entering one of the cluster bots. Exactly, like, yeah. Keeping the rest of the robot behind and just entering the <laughs> the mini bot to go and... And then just hoping it all works out. But there really is not a lot else to say about the first series. It's sad, isn't it? It just wasn't that great. It it really wasn't. It obviously got popular and people must have watched it because obviously the second series was commissioned and did really well. Nothing else on TV was like it in any way. 
and it just seemed to suit the time, I guess. It was the best they had to go off at the time. Mm. It wasn't there wasn't any other televised events like that. No, so no. obviously it, it impressed the right people somehow. Mm. Or at least people saw the potential in it. That's the important thing. People saw the potential of what things could be. I mean, we've got to thank robots like Roadblock and Mortis. Especially Mortis, I think. Was yeah, probably one of the yeah. ones that made... For showing that intelligent design and that there's genuine competition to be had. We can do this. If if a bunch of robots like Mortis enter, Yeah, you can have a real strong competition. Exactly. Here. Yeah. Definitely. So what did you give the series as a whole out of five? Mm. The entire series as a whole, I am going to give that a very sad looking one and a half. I was thinking one and a half yeah. as well. I didn't want to give it a one because like you say, it did. there were bots in that competition that paved way and essentially saved Robot Wars from becoming this trashy show that yeah, one disappeared after yeah. one series and never got spoke of again. You know, 2016 series was successful because of bots like Roadblock and Mortis way back then showing people that you could... Put together something actually really cool. Exactly. And the viewer can actually sit there and start to get behind a bot and... You know, it had its moments. There are a couple of really good moments in it. But yeah, bring on season two where mm-hmm. things can actually start to be a little bit better. If it, just having better robot center is going to be such, it's going to be so nice. Can't wait to start watching season two. It's yeah. going to be awesome. It's better watch season it's two. It's going to be now. so much better than season one. Yeah, exactly. We can forget about season one now. We've done yeah, it. Yeah, we've Dumb. done it. We got through it. I yeah. didn't think. It would be that bad, to be honest. I thought it would be Robot Wars. Never. I can't believe my memory didn't serve me well for the first series, but I guess there's a reason why you don't hear about this one as much. Like I say, when you're a child and you look back and you remember it and it's just bots flying everywhere and fire and saws and the house bots are like 20 feet tall beasts. And then you look now as an adult and you watch it and you're like, huh. It's a bit crap. Which is crazy, because now I appreciate something like doing a a few dents of damage or a few holes more. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, at the same time, this still seemed really bad, because we didn't even get that. But now, you watch the two... Because the best part is, we still have 2016 fresh, so we can compare that to Series 1, and we can actually say 2016 was awesome for robot wars yeah awesome like you expect it to be better after that amount of time but oh my god was it so much better (laughs) so like genuine competition i mean the amount of time invested into it the production the competitors how much we got to find out about the competitors how much got to find out about the bots statistics tell the tapes everywhere just so much better than the novelty comedy Remote control cars, dressed up, bumping into things. I think the real comparison between new and old will come with these next couple of seasons we'll review. Mm. Season two, three, four. From that point onwards, we'll see what Robot Wars really became back in the day. It'd be a more fair comparison to the modern day, because I don't think this is really. No, this is... uh, It's it's nothing. It's nowhere near. No, exactly. It's it's barely Robot Wars. There's barely any war in it. Yeah, exactly. There wasn't much in terms of battle. 
There's barely robot in it. To be fair, a lot of it, yeah, it was more remote control car. Exactly. Wars. Rule. Remote control car competition, sort of. Yes, in a way, <laughs> maybe circus. Yeah, yeah, more like a yeah, a strange, strange circus. Cringe. But it laid the foundations. Things like the house robots are still really cool, and and also that obviously their design has improved a bit, but not that much. They're still base design, same for 2016 as it was in the first series. Especially Matilda, who's very iconic now. Everyone seems to keep talking about Matilda. They got that that house robot design. They really nailed that. Yeah, where the hell did they get the idea of doing a triceratops? I know it's very clever though. Yeah. Like the triceratops, the the, the lobster of yeah. dead metal, shunt being just a a brick that pushes you. Yeah, all very clever. Like a snowplow, I guess shunt is basically in a way. Almost, yeah, just... and then Sergeant Bess is basically like a flamethrower tank, I guess. And then obviously they're going to introduce some other house bots along the way. But 2016, and we're essentially back to the original cast again. Crazy. Yeah, I think um, we'll be seeing Sir Killer come season two. It'll make things a lot interest- more interesting with the house robots. They almost have a more def- they have a defined leader in Sir Killer, which is strange, <laughs> but it works a lot better. But it is, yeah, there. like you say, because they have so much character. Do you know what I mean? And they've been such a constant throughout the show that I guess the fans kind of see them as iconic and something that they can always look forward to seeing in an episode. Even if the comp- competition isn't that great, well, you've always just, got the like, house like bots. Said, they can make things exciting. They can be destructive. And like I said, they're a constant. Yeah. So it's clever because you need you need constant. You need the competitors going to come and go. The house robots are always going to be there. I wonder what like people who have only seen BattleBots think when they see, especially this first series. Of good point. Wars. We've never really watched full on episodes of BattleBots. No. We've seen clips. We kind of just. Like, follow it through clips on YouTube, but we don't actually sit and watch entire episodes. Yeah, well, well I guess we'll leave that to a time when we'll review a season at some point. Maybe after yeah. after a few seasons of Robot Wars, we'll uh, take a break from it and do some battle bots. Yeah, just to see, really. Yeah, just to just compare. To see how they compare. I can imagine that, well, they probably, I don't think they use things like gauntlets and trials, really. I don't think they ever did. I think Battle Bots was always closer to the original yeah. intent of Robot Wars. So they must have watched that and thought, what the hell is this? Yeah, this, this 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 first season was not what it was ever supposed to be when mm. it was originally pitched. God, <laughs> the mailbag. Let's go it's to the mailbag. Open mailbag. <laughs> so we're doing a bit, just an end of episode mailbag this time around, just because we can. Um, we've got a message from um, a guy called Miles. Um, he asks us if we know of any um, competitors that follow us um that listen to the podcast yeah we do unfortunately i can't remember which ones exactly <laughs> have um quite a few of them have actually have at least listened to their respective episode from the 2016 series i, I find yeah i think yeah we got um we've had a tweet from apollo uh saying that they listened to us yeah well, at least they listened to their episode i know that much <laughs> so that was quite nice that was really cool glitter bomb exactly. as well glitter bomb saying that they were really like Pleased that they got entered into the Hall of Fame. Which is uh, awesome. It's great. Chompalot. into the Hall of Fame. <laughs> good, good on them for They having, messaged yeah. us. So yeah, a lot of the competitors from 2016 uh, listened to Hannibal, us. Hannibal, which, Hannibal, is nice, so. which is nice. You know, it's, yeah. it's cool. It's cool. We're talking about them. And they, and they listen to us talk about them, which is just a very strange feeling. But very good. Which very we, good fun. It's great because we can like totally fanboy out to people actually listening to our podcast who are then actually 
on the telly. Like, you know, <laughs> on the telly is great. Can, we, we can see them, but they can't see us because we do a podcast. <laughs> oh, and he also wants us to give a shout out to someone we didn't talk about at all this episode. Jonathan Pierce. Oh, well, I did mention that Jonathan Pierce wasn't impressed with landmines. That's all we've said about him, but he's probably one of the most important Again, parts another of the show constant, being... But yeah. he's... You don't think about how important he is to the show, but if they used any other... Imagine that season we just watched, season one, mm-hmm. without the commentary. Exactly. I don't think it would have been renewed. No, it wouldn't, it would it wouldn't have been as commissioned a new series. It's a very subtle thing that you don't realise you're so dependent on when enjoying the show. Do you know what I mean? Enthusiastic... But when things are dull, he's kind of funny about it, and it works yeah. very well. He calls them on it, especially in 2016 he did, yeah. Which is brilliant. The fact that he he doesn't pander to anything. He doesn't no. pander to anyone. It's all just what he thinks, and enthusiastically and loud, and it's perfect for Robot Wars. I don't think they could do it without him, to be honest. You, you'd need someone of that equal enthusiasm mm. who's willing to just call it as it is. Thanks for listening. And if you enjoyed that, please like, subscribe, share, and all the other wonderful things that people do on social media. You can follow us at Podcast Activate, because someone else had at Activate Podcast. I'm not bitter about at all. And you can email us, activatepodcast at gmail.com. If you email us anything, we will read it out within reason. Don't just email us asking us for car listings in the local area or something. Something weird. (laughs) (laughs) I'll just be confused and not read it. Okay. Anything else you want to add? No. (laughs) Well, we made it up to 53 minutes talking about season one. I'm impressed. Yeah, me too. Brilliant. Tune in next week.